Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details.
rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Buenos días, buenos días a todos. Estás escuchando Buenos Días Aurora, el primer podcast diario bilingüe de noticias de la segunda ciudad más grande de Illinois. Información, entrevistas y noticias dirigidas a la comunidad hispana de Aurora. Síganos todos los miércoles de 8 a 9 de la mañana y sea parte de Buenos Días Aurora. Agradecemos, eh, damos un agradecimiento especial a todos los que nos escuchan a través de Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube y a todos los que nos siguen en redes sociales como Instagram, Twitter y obviamente Facebook. El día de hoy nos acompaña una invitada especial, Fabiola Dunsing, que ella viene de la Biblioteca Pública de Aurora y pues bueno, vamos a conocer de la organización y de ella también, así que bienvenida Fabiola. Gracias Noelia, gracias uh -huh. a ustedes por, uh, por tenerme el día de hoy, muy agradecida. That's right, that's right. Good morning everybody. Uh, we're listening to and watching Buenos Dias Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news, or excuse me, the second largest city's first bilingual news yes. podcast. Uh, gotta get it right. Yeah, right? Yeah, gotta yeah, be right and correct in the morning. Good to see everybody out there. Uh, so we have a, we got quite the discussion today. As Noelle mentioned, we have Fabiola Dunsing of the Aurora Public Library. Uh, been there for five years, correct? Correct. Okay, uh, all right. Eh, sí, um, yo he estado aquí en, eh, trabajando con la Biblioteca Pública de Aurora por uh, cinco años, ya diría. Empecé trabajando en el edificio viejo, no sé si recuerdan. ¿El edificio? Building? Sí, okay. old building. Nice. Ahí. Okay. Eh, luego, justo cuando empezaron a abrir el nuevo edificio, es donde nos transfirieron a todo el personal al nuevo edificio de la biblioteca. Okay. Entonces, donde he pasado más tiempo. Son cinco años que, que la biblioteca está ahí en el nuevo edificio mm -hmm. y es donde creo que he empezado. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Right, she started on the old building, but then right after, right? Right yeah. after she went into the new building. The old building being one East Benson, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Um, so for, yeah, so for those who don't know, one East Benson, which is now the, um, where American Legion is and Visual Arts is in there. That used to be the older Royal Public Library. Uh, great place, but the new one, the Santori building downtown here is a great place. It's nice. Awesome. Uh, and is it back open to the public? Sí, la biblioteca justamente hace una semana ha reabierto sus puertas Ooh. en un horario regular. Entonces, estamos ahí en la biblioteca um, ayudando a nuestros clientes de 9 a 8 de la noche todos. Oh, excelente. ¿Qué tal los cursos? ¿Ya están teniendo eh, cursos presenciales o aún todavía los mantienen virtuales? Sí, en toda la temporada de la pandemia hemos ofrecido eventos virtuales y ahora que hace, pues probablemente desde el mes de junio estamos ofreciendo eventos híbridos donde las personas pueden asistir presencialmente oh, y pueden nice. también disfrutar el evento virtualmente. Todo Excelente. esto es por la lim limitada capacidad que tenemos en mm -hmm. cada ambiente de la biblioteca, pero queremos dar, eh, abrir las puertas para que personas que no pueden estar en persona puedan Exacto. verlo virtualmente. Por supuesto. Yeah, they are hybrid now. Yeah, if, the, if people wants to be uh, in person, they can go uh, to take classes or take courses in person, or they can go online, which is awesome. Um, so, yeah. so if you if you have an unpaid library tab, do you still owe it? Like if you owe the library money for books, does it return? Do we no. <laughs> no, no, no. Eso es algo que tenemos que hacer gracias a la pandemia es algo que hemos cambiado uh -huh. uh, hemos trabajado mucho en esto y hemos decidido uh, por las multas cualquier uh, que carga que tenían en su cuenta nuestros um, clientes uh, hemos tratado de ayudarles y dejar uh, este estrés de deber dinero uh -huh. uh, entonces Uh, no, hemos trabajado mucho. Hemos borrado oh muchas uh, multas see. de las cuentas. En so Thanks to COVID-19. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I thought. Please. Yo, COVID, good looking. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I had some books, you know. I gave them back already, but yeah. Not the preocupes. All right, good. Um, yeah, so as we, um, as we do this, excuse me, as we do this more and more, 
my uh, one of the reasons why we're doing this as well so that my Spanish can get better over time too so we've been doing this for a little while now and week after week I'm able to uh, pick up in the conversation and understand a little bit better what's going on so yeah so for all of you people out there who don't know Spanish you know you keep (laughs) keep listening you'll learn it you'll learn it (laughs) buenos dias to Brooke Shanley good morning to you Tracy Duran good morning to you and Victoria Hala Maldonado good morning to all of our friends and associates all right the time is 806 a.m. Um, so I do. So we will get into some news about what's going on. We're definitely going to talk about what the library has coming. Uh, but I, I did want to get a sense from you. Um, what do you like most about um, working for the library? Um, yo diría que una de las cosas que me motivó a trabajar una biblioteca. Uh, personalmente, yo soy inmigrante y el primer lugar donde he encontrado ayuda ha sido la biblioteca, mm-hmm. encontrar sí. información. Quería aprender inglés o mejorar mi inglés. Mm-hmm. El lugar ideal para mí fue la biblioteca. Eh, algo muy diferente que tal vez es diferente del resto del mundo de las bibliotecas en Estados Unidos es que tienes un libre acceso. Okay. Cada, en el primer momento que yo estuve en la biblioteca me sorprendí mucho que los libros estaban disponibles y podías leerlos. Mm-hmm. En otras partes del mundo, um, las bibliotecas mantienen en salas encerradas los libros y te dan los libros a mano. Entonces, eso es la Exacto. diferencia. Sí. Información a personas amigables eh, fue lo que, que me motivó tal vez trabajar uh, en un lugar así. Cuando visité una biblioteca, yo quisiera tener la oportunidad de poder ayudar a otras personas no, y poder a, ayudarles a acceder a información y es una de las cosas que me motivó principalmente a trabajar en una biblioteca. Yeah, and let me share this with you. Okay. Uh, Hispanic community. Nice shirt, by the way. It's really see you. Thank you. Well, Hispanic community because uh, Fabiola is from Bolivia. Okay. But I mean, I am from Mexico, but it's kind of this, it's similar that what she's saying, because libraries there are, they keep the books like, like a treasure, right? They are yeah. treasures. For them, there's a treasure. Yeah. You cannot access You cannot that take the book out books. from home so easily like it's, it is in the United States. Oh. So libraries are small and it's not like easy, like stop by the library and get a book. So you can read and learn, and yeah, no, there is not easy access. Really? Yeah, it's really it hard. Is. You have to pay like a fee in mm-hmm. some libraries to get a membership, mm-hmm. and then you have to get that membership, and you gotta get a special ID or your personal ID if you want to get just one or two books. Mm-hmm. Really? And then you have mm-hmm. to return the book the next day or the next couple of days. That's the maximum time. So yes. there's so many restrictions and other yeah. libraries in the rest of the world. So if you owe the library money in Bolivia. They're not oh. waiting for fees. <laughs> 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 yeah, so really? it's a so blessing. Yeah, it's here. really nice. Libraries mm-hmm. here, it's mm-hmm. like, it's mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's wow. I didn't know that. Um, so you're from Bolivia. I am from Bolivia. What's Bolivia like? Bolivia is a small country, mm-hmm. and it's in the middle of South America. Right. So it's beautiful. I live on the side where it's cold and in the top of the mountains. That's where the Andes oh. are, right? Yes, That's correct. right. Yeah. 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 See, that's the power of reading books. See, when you read books and you <laughs> open your mind, boom, you places. get to know that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? That's a little bit of trivia for y'all out there. All right. Um, so we will do a little bit of news. We got some things to talk about which are very important to the community. Now, um, um, Noelle is going to tell us first in Spanish and I'll do the English part. But this part here, this piece of news is very important and I want to say thank you to uh, Cristina Campos and um, our friends of Family Focus because this is important. Claro que sí, el día de hoy, miércoles 16 de junio, muchos de nuestros amigos y socios de la comunidad se están reuniendo para un gran día lleno de diversión positiva recursos, información y un buen clima, todo para que el público disfrute y participe. Fox Valley Port District, la Biblioteca Pública de Aurora, Family Focus, Fox Valley United Way y Spark son parte de este evento comunitario que se llevará a cabo en Casa Santa María en el 1314 East Downer Place de 5 y media a 6.30 de la tarde. 
para confirmar su asistencia envió un correo electrónico a cristina.campus a uh, campus, perdón arroba family uh, diagonal Uh, focus. Vamos a compartir el correo electrónico si alguien quiere eh, contactarse con Cristina Campos o puedes llamar al 331-256-5980 y esta es una excelente manera de apoyar a nuestra comunidad y agradecemos a todas estas organizaciones que se preocupan y hacen el mayor esfuerzo por brindar a la comunidad información y recursos y bueno, si necesitan por ahí informarse de qué es lo que hacen, qué más puedo obtener sobre ellos, Visiten Casa Santa María el día de hoy a las 5.30 de la tarde. That's right, that's right, that's right. Uh, many of our friends and community partners are coming together for a great day full of positive, fun, resources, information, and great weather. It's all for the public to enjoy and take part in. Today, the 16th, our friends of the Fox Valley Park District, Biblioteca de Aurora. Is that how you say it? Biblioteca Pública de Aurora. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's why I talk in English. Aurora Public Library, <laughs> Family Focus, the Fox Valley United Way, and Spark will be hosting an outdoor community event. Uh, it's going to be at Casa Santa Maria today at 314 East Downer Place from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Uh, to RSVP, email Campos at family-focus.org or call 331-256-5980. This is a great way to support our community and we appreciate all these organizations for their efforts. Very much appreciated. Si no han visitado por ahí Casa Santa María, ¿lo has visitado Casa Santa María? No, no, no has estado ahí. Es un lugar pequeño, pintoresco, precioso, mexicano. Los, los dueños del negocio han, han puesto ahí mucho, mucho de su amor la, latino mexicano y está precioso. Puedes, puedes visitar allí y vas a encontrar, vas a encontrar más que, que solo los recursos. Vas a, vas a encontrar un ambiente muy, muy padre. So, all right. Uh, if you're just tuning in, it's 8:12 a.m. and we are sitting down talking to Fabiola Dunsing of the Aurora Public Library. Victoria, good morning to you, and Anna Sierra. I see you out there. I see you. I see you. Good morning to you too as well. All right. Um, so from Bolivia to um, America here and working and everything, uh, take us back to the first day, the day you got the job with the Royal Public Library. You know, what was that like? How did it feel? What were you doing before you got the job at the library? Take us back to that first day. Did you get a call? Was it an email? How did it go? Okay. Antes de mi primer día trabajando con la biblioteca, fue un mundo diferente. Eh, fue mi, la primera vez que trabajé en Estados Unidos. No, tuve otros trabajos, pero no, nada así diferente en una biblioteca. Eh, tuve mucho que aprender. Eh, me encantó la idea de estar con libros alrededor e información. Claro. Sí. Eh, eh, cada vez que veía a alguien, quería, que quería estar en una posición donde yo pueda ayudar a las personas. Gracias. Entonces, eso me inspiró y el primer día fue muy emocionante. Uh -huh. eh, Sí, fue muy bueno. Oh, qué padre. Pues sí, antes trabajaste, estuviste más tiempo aquí antes de obtener tu trabajo en la biblioteca. ¿Cuánto tiempo tenías acá? Eh, antes de trabajar en la biblioteca, tuve unos trabajos a medio tiempo, uh -huh. nada, nada en específico porque uh, mi esposo trabajaba y viajaba mucho por, uh -huh. por el trabajo. Okay. Entonces no podía estar en un lugar en específico. Um, eh, pero en Bolivia... Eh, tuve trabajos, fui profesora de inglés, fui oh. profesora de español, uh, trabajé mucho con traducción, interpretación en, oh, en Bolivia. Oh, she was eh, a teacher in Bolivia. English. Oh, very cool. Yeah. English teacher. Oh, nice. Translating. Spanish teacher, yeah. and I worked a lot of with translations there. And yes, yeah, so um, I completed the university there, uh, and I just decided I had to go to a foreign country. I got mm -hmm. get the language better and get my degree. Oh, nice. That's why I came here and I lived here probably two years and then I went back home. Okay. Oh. So, Why'd you go back home? And it was time. I was just a student, <laughs> not supposed to oh. stay here, right? Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, yeah. right. These are those so it's it's and the reason why I asked that is because you know, I think that sometimes in life Decisions come quick, right? It's it's you know it's it's you're here for a little bit. Something happens for a little bit. Maybe it's a job for a little bit, and then sometimes snap decisions make the 
can make everything in life, you know? So that's why I asked about that. I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, what was it like being a teacher in Bolivia? Was it fun? It good? Is, is English hard to learn? Of course it is. I'm really? struggling with that. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm learning. We yes. don't know these things. I learn every day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it is hard. Of course it's hard. I, there are parts of the language that it's easy to learn, like the grammar mm -hmm. and that uh, if you compare with Spanish, that's a hard part. Um, yeah. But then I always struggle with pronunciation words and mm -hmm. get my tongue in the middle like sure. English speakers do. <laughs> I always try to get it there. But yes. Yeah. Yes. Anna says it's super hard to learn. Yeah. To me, Spanish is so easy. Thank you for letting us know, Anna. Uh, Aisha Saxon, good morning. She says, buenos dias, Aurora. Buenos Love to see you, Aisha. And Tracy Duran, buenos dias, mis buenos amigos. Good to see all of you guys. Uh, it's 8.16 a.m. and we are speaking to Fabiola Dunsing of the uh, Royal Public Library. Uh, she's been there five years and she's telling us everything that our dear library has to know. When she started, the old the Aurora Public Library was still at One East Benton. Yeah. And then came to where we know it at downtown here in Aurora, Benton and River Street. River Street, that is right, across from Society 57. Yes. yes. All right. Uh, so we'll do a little bit of news and then we will uh, we will go into our discussion again. All right. Um, what do we want to do? We want to do some jobs or we want to do some Freeman Elementary School? Yeah, Should we tell people about jobs? Jobs. Yeah. jobs. jobs. Y'all need jobs. Ladies, yes. if your boyfriend is playing Madden all day, get him <laughs> off the couch, get to turn the TV off, jobs. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, do King County Sheriff's Office? Okay. All right. Uh, the King County Sheriff's Office is hosting a hiring event tomorrow, 37 West 755 Illinois Route 38 in St. Charles. Uh, it'll be held from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. It'll feature a group of great companies with immediate openings, organizations such as Compact Industries, Duquesne Precast, Suncast, and MCIP are just a few that will be on site that day. Many of our fellow community partners, such as the Elburn Chamber of Commerce, the Quad County African American Chamber of Commerce, and the Aurora Regional Chamber of Commerce, have sponsored the event. If you or someone you know is in need of employment, this event is for them. Spread the word and come on out. This event is open to la pública. <laughs> Al público. Oh, yes. yeah, a público. <laughs> See, learning. <laughs> La oficina del Sheriff del Condado de Kane tendrá una feria de trabajo este jueves mañana 17 de junio en el 37W755 en la ruta 38 en St. Charles. Este se llevará a cabo de 1 a 4 de la tarde y contará con un grupo de empresas con aperturas inmediatas, organizaciones o compañías como Compact Industries, Duquesne, Precast, Suncast y MCIP. Son unas de las que estarán presentes ese día. A varios socios comunitarios que tenemos aquí nosotros, eh, amigos, Cámara de Comercio de Elborn, el Quad County eh, y la Cámara de Comercio Regional de Aurora han patrocinado este evento. Si usted o alguien que conoce necesita empleo, este evento es para usted o para ellos. Pasen la voz ya que está abierto al público en general. That's right. That is right. How it sounds is how you wrote. Thank you for letting us know that, Anna. The time is now 8.19 a.m. Hey, if you're just tuning in, you are listening to and watching Buenos Dias Aurora, the second largest city's first bilingual news podcast. And we have a very, we got a new friend of the show joining us who, who has a, who, who would like for Fabiola to say drawer. How do you say drawer? A caja. Is that, uh, is that how you say it? Brandis Tommen Dunsing would like you to say drawer. Drawer. Yeah, there it is. I, I see she did it. Hit the clap, baby. Would you clap yeah. for Is that good? Yeah. Good enough. Are you mean the pronunciation or, or she means the translation? Yeah, I, think that, I think that was the pronunciation. Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Is that, is that, is that someone how you know? How do you say Okay. Yeah. Uh, how do you say drawer I, in Spanish? La caja. La caja. Okay. El cajón. Yeah. That's a neighborhood in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to live in San Diego. Okay. Uh -huh. And El cajón. 
Cajon? Yeah, that's a neighborhood. Wow, that's crazy. Brandon says she learns every day. Vast improvement. Well, thank you, Brandon. And Anna Sierra says, nice. Oh, you did good. All right. Yes, Congratulations. Yes, yes. Thank These you. These people never give me props when I do Spanish words. So thank you guys for tuning in. She did good. All right. The time is now 8.20 a.m. Um, so let's talk. Now, before the pandemic, the library is open. I think you mentioned that services have started back again and it is open during the week and everything. Um, you know, the shutdown, we all know what happened, but personally, what was the biggest impact that COVID had um, in your life? Um, el impacto en salud mental, diría. Mm -hmm. um, la primera semana que se empezó a cerrar todo debido a la pandemia, Um, para mí era momentáneo, pensé que iba a durar unas dos semanas, pero luego ya se extendió hace mucho tiempo y mentalmente me afectó, pensé, tenía muchos temores como no solamente yo, temores como muchas personas van a sentirlo uh, de perder tu trabajo, uh -huh. eh, que si tienes que volver al trabajo, um, donde encuentras ayuda con el cuidado de niños, yo personalmente tengo hijos, entonces eh, todos esos temores que te afectan mentalmente, mm -hmm. tu trabajo, eh, había este pánico de la gente de comprar cosas en las tiendas, oh, todo gosh, esto ahí yes. a tu alrededor um, fue lo que me afectó personalmente. Era una incertidumbre, ¿no? Sí. Porque uh, si veíamos, escuchábamos ¿no? lo que ha pasado en otras pandemias anteriores en la que cientos de personas morían y al inicio de la pandemia era era nos va a pasar lo mismo ahora estamos listos estamos preparados y como dices tú mentalmente estamos preparados mentalmente y eso creo que sí fue un, algo de lo que afectó demasiado en, en no solamente en la comunidad hispana yo yo creo que a nivel mundial emotionally ya yeah, the pandemic COVID-19 affected that drastically emotionally Yeah, to how how can see? I mean, about the jobs, about who who's gonna take care of the kids, about if you right. have to go to work, right? Yes. And those things. I mean, uh, you were scared you weren't gonna have enough food. People were shopping, getting yes, everything, getting crazy. Out, and then they, all around you was like getting like you no know, scary for yeah. me. That was the mentality of people. What are we gonna do without happening. toilet paper? <laughs> yeah, people were fighting that. for toilet paper. Remember that? That was oh, crazy. Right. That was crazy. Yes. I remember, I, I thought the world was ending when I read the headline <laughs> that one morning, I can't think of what day, it was in, uh, it might have been in May. There was like a 12 person fight at a Walmart in like, I don't know, it was like Alabama or something. There was a, it was a brawl. Like police were called to break up a brawl oh. inside of Walmart. People were fighting, like 12 people went to jail. Wow. Oh. That's crazy. Yes. Crazy. For toilet paper. <laughs> Do people fight over toilet paper in Bolivia? No, probably not, right? <laughs> Maybe, who knows? What did you say? Toilet no. paper. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, hit the breaking news. Hit L News. We have a, we have a special... We have a special guest who has a question that he would like to ask. Why would you fight over toilet paper? Why would you fight over? That's a good question, baby. That is a good it's question. It's toilet paper. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Live on Buenos Dias Aurora, we have the host of Good Morning Aurora, <laughs> Xavier is here. How you doing there? How you doing? Good. All right, all right. Um, can you let us finish this and then yes. we will hit the, hit the DJ, baby, because he is, is a... Thank you very much. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. Okay. Okay. The time is 8.24 a.m. Those of you familiar with the show know who that is, and you guys know that voice very, very well. All right. Um, so, now, I interviewed the, we interviewed the AHRC last week, the Rural Human Rights Co um, Human Relations Commission. Uh, can you let us know what activities are taking place this week at the library? Uh, claro, claro. Eh, justamente en este mes, en el mes de junio, eh, hemos abierto nuestro programa um, que es el, la aventura de lectura del verano, the summer reading program. Oh, yes. eh, eh, hemos empezado el primero de junio con el programa y hemos tenido una gran fiesta en la biblioteca el 5 de junio. Fue un sábado, hemos tenido un show, música, 
he habido muchas familias que asistieron y fue muy divertido. Entonces, este es uno de los programas más grandes que tenemos en esta temporada, en el verano. Dura de junio a julio. Uh -huh. eh, lo más importante es que eh, podemos motivar a los niños a la lectura y entretenerse durante este receso de verano. Y bueno, eh, el programa consiste simplemente en um, hacer actividades durante el verano y cuando las personas completan 10 actividades pueden venir a la biblioteca y llevarse un premio. Uh, y si completan awesome. 20 actividades, vienen a la biblioteca y se llevan un libro. Oh, excelente. Entonces, well, they started the summer reading program on June 1st. Oh, right. And, yeah, and once uh, every, what should we say, member of the family, if they complete 10 activities, yes, they, they can get a prize. Right, yeah. correct. Yeah. It, it's as a family or as a person? As a how, person. How do you count it? Okay, as okay. As a person, yeah. Okay, that's Interesting. Yeah. All right. So, You're all invited to yeah. join. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and since we're talking to someone who works at a library, which I love libraries, I always have. And um, I'll tell you, in the African-American community, the library is regarded as, it's on the same status as church. I mean, the library is one of the most sacred places in the world. Like, uh, I, I remember when I was a kid, my mom... My mom told me, my grandmother, everybody, get a library card. Mm. You must. You must get a library card. There was punishment for it if you did not come home with a library card. Um, what is your favorite book? Um, mi libro favorito, uno de los que me gusta mucho, tengo muchos, eh, eh, voy a escoger un autor hispano, una de ellas es Isabel Allende. Isabel Allende? Eh, sí. Okay. Ella, ella tiene muchos libros, pero uno en especial que leímos, déjeme ver, um, estoy tratando de recordar, hemos leído muchos en la biblioteca. Um, uno en especial era uh, The Japanese Lover, mm. una novela romántica. Okay. The Japanese eh, Lover. Yeah, by Isabel Allende. Eh, me gustó mucho el libro porque me hizo pensar mucho en el futuro, en la vejez y cómo tu vida... Eh, se ve en el, en el futuro. Eh, ella habla mucho de, de vivir en un asilo de adultos mayores. Okay. Eh, luego recuerda mucho el pasado, eh, del amor que tuvo en el pasado y cosas que ella hubiera des hecho diferente y cómo mm -hmm. hubiera sido su vida diferente en la actualidad si mm -hmm. lo hubiera hecho. Entonces, te hace reflexionar y estamos en esa edad donde uno recuerda el pasado y cosas uh -huh. que hubieras hecho diferente yeah. y aprendí mucho porque eh, fue también um, es una novela a uh, ficción histórica entonces eh, no sabía mucho del, um, de los problemas de racismo o discriminación que había hacia la comunidad asiática en California oh. entonces eh, ella describe en ese libro eso y me, me encantó aprender más de eso. Entonces, oh, okay. aprendí algo de historia, algo que no sabía, pero mm -hmm. también aprendí esta reflexión de, de ser un adulto mayor y vivir el presente y tratar de cambiar las cosas en el pasado. Yeah. Si lo hubieras hecho de manera diferente. Fue un libro muy interesante. Oh, me gustó mucho. You know, sometimes when you read a book and it's a story or it's a something, uh, uh, fantasy or something, you say like, mm, well, that's not realistic, but when they, you know, start to mix the story with facts yes. that are going on, yeah, that's when you learn and you, you get into the book and you get hooked, right? Yes. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Um, and who was the author of The Japanese Lover? Isabel Allende. Isabel. Yeah. Look that up and check that book out. Yeah, it, it is a good book, and I think we had a book club. We have a Spanish book club in the library, and we read a book about um, a lot about uh, her living in Chile because mm -hmm. she's Chilean, and um, how the main character moved to United States, and then how much a woman struggled to live in a foreign country. Plus, in those years. Um, um, how different women was treated so mm -hmm. it takes you to that moment so it's really nice, nice. she got she gets in her books a lot of history mm -hmm. and real things and the struggle of 
could be racism or a woman general, you know. So right. Yeah. It is interesting to see that part. Uh, I like her books. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right. The time is now 8.30 a.m. and you are listening to and watching Buenos Dias Aurora, the second largest city's first daily, or <laughs> the second largest city's second largest city's first bilingual news yes. podcast so we are here in the house coming to you live from the beauty of downtown aurora all right everybody so let's do a little bit more news forum um you know i think it's important that we tell them about the uh the meals coming up with the kane senior council and our wonderful representatives okay. um i'll start that one off our state representative stephanie kipowitz of the 84th district barbara hernandez of the 83rd district keith wheeler of the 50th are partnering with the Kane Senior Council and St. Athanasius Greek Orthodox Church to provide free frozen meals to seniors once a month, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on prescribed Mondays during the summer. That'll be at St. Athanasius Greek Church, which is located at 1855 5th Avenue in Aurora. The event dates are currently scheduled for the 21st, July 12th, August 16th, and September 13th. Así es, los representantes estatales Stephanie Kiffwit de Oswego, uh, Barbara Hernández de aquí de Aurora, Kate Wheeler de Oswego, están asociándose con el Kane County Senior, the Kane Senior Council, y, y la Iglesia Ortodoxa San Anastasio, San Anastasio, Anastasius. Is how you said it in English? Yeah, I you know, I don't I don't, I don't know yeah. if it translates over good. Yeah. Athanasius. Anas yeah. Uh, Athanasius. Athanasius. Oh, Athanasius. Okay. Our well. translator is not <laughs> translating. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning. Yeah. Right, oh right. my gosh. Yeah. Bueno, para proporcionar comidas congeladas gratis a las personas mayores una vez al mes de 11 de la mañana a una de la tarde y durante los lunes en el verano. It's because if we said it in, in Spanish, right? It's different la traducción. Athanasius or Anastasio, you know? Yeah. Uh, just look it up and we'll... we'll Anastasia will yeah. be like Anastasia, right? Anastasia? It sounds like that. Yeah, but, <laughs> but that's completely different. Yeah, it's Athanasius, yeah. Mm. Okay, okay. Interesting. Bueno, la iglesia, sí, <laughs> está ubicada en el 1855 de la Quinta Avenida, el Fifth Street, Fifth Avenue en Aurora. Oh my gosh. Actualmente, las fechas de los eventos están programados para el 21 de junio. El 12 de julio, el 16 de agosto y el 13 de septiembre. Comidas gratis congeladas para personas mayores. Yes, All right. Yes. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Um, so... Before we get into the next part and learn some more, um, oh, good morning to our friends Jen Ingram and Sandy. Buenos dias, Noelia, Curtis y Equipo, saludos y bendiciones. 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 Yeah. Right. Blessings. Oh, that's what that means? Yes. Oh, hit the, you know what, hit the clap. Thank you, Sandy. Oh, Sandy. Sandy. You know what, Sandy? Sandy, I hope we see you again really soon. Yeah. Sandy, I hope that we see you again really soon. I hope that you come back on this show again really soon. I appreciate that, Sandy. That really means a lot. Because everything that you guys are doing is really much appreciated. And that means a whole lot. Because we try hard. We're not just sitting up here talking for no reason. We are trying to let people uh, know what they need to know to help each other out. Trying to make a community. I appreciate that. Yes. All right. Um, so I wanted to ask a couple questions. So, um, Espanol in Bolivia mm -hmm. or in South America, Central America is different than the Spanish spoken in Mexico. Is that true? Are there nuances or, you know, can you talk about that a little bit for us? Claro, el español va a variar en el lugar. Mm -hmm. En Bolivia va a ser diferente al español de México. La lengua en sí se mantiene, pero hay diferencias, dialectos, variedades, eh, y claro, va a ser diferente. Eh, en Bolivia tenemos eh, mucha gente que viene de Argentina y podemos percibir el acento argentino, 
Vemos gente que viene de Colombia, Paraguay, y podemos eh, perfectamente percibir a diferentes acentos. Mm -hmm. Estamos en, en el centro de Sudamérica y es por eso que hay mucho tráfico y pasan muchas personas de diferentes países, entonces mm -hmm. podemos percibir el acento. En, la misma, en el mismo país, Bolivia, eh, del lugar de donde yo soy, el acento es diferente a, a otras regiones de, de Bolivia, entonces varía constantemente yeah. la lengua es variante. Yeah, it's mainly the accent. Mm -hmm. Because even in Mexico, from one state to another, you uh, do listen to people from south, then north, obviously you you can hear different accent. Yeah, it's, right. it's the similar, it's right? Different. Because it's like the Spanish, language, yeah. yeah, any we, language, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think Spanish we can understand. All the people, Hispanic, you know, countries, yeah. you can you can understand each other. We just differentiate with the accent. Speaking of accents, is, is there a accent, uh, an English accent, that's harder to understand than all the others? Hmm. You know, like a Southern accent, California accent, New oh, York accent. Oh, the Southern. Southern accent. accents are harder you, to you understand. Can, yes. Yeah, you can differentiate. Yeah, yes. little bit, right? Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you can tell. I could have a hard time understanding them. And every time, and I had a friend that lives in France, and she says, I got a person from Texas. Um, she works in a hotel. She's a manager. I said, oh, I got uh, an American in my hotel, and this person was from Texas. And I'm sorry, I couldn't understand his English. Hey, Understand. It's 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 gonna be different accent. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, different, yeah. and some people are gonna have a hard time. I, I bet in Europe they got used to that British accent, so mm -hmm. okay. so it's gonna be a That's little true. different. But she's like, I can understand Australians, Americans, but this person specifically from Texas, it was hard. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Wow. Yes. So I uh, I got some family members who are Southern, and I can understand what they're saying, but they're they're slang. Mm -hmm. is different mm -hmm. you know what they like yard bird like they call chickens yard bird see because people have chickens in their yard <laughs> oh you see yes <laughs> what we eat up yard bird like what the hell is yard bird chickens like you know because we don't have chickens in the, i don't have chickens tomorrow i have a neighbor actually who has chickens not far away but you know what i mean it's yeah. it's that's different that is yeah. um and then have you been to the andes mountains no, no. You know, listeners and viewers, the and uh, Bolivia is where the Andes are. Mm -hmm. Never been there. The, I mean, yeah. like going there, climbing the mountains, okay. swimming there. <laughs> <laughs> I live really close there mm -hmm. on the mountain. Yeah. So uh, where I live is like, it's just mountains, and it's if you go to La Paz, Bolivia, that's where I'm from. It's like a uh, like a bowl. Mm -hmm. It's just mountains and mountains, and you go down, and the buildings are all over the place on the top of the mountain. So, right. I think I'm being there. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a skill, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, that, I guess it's a basic tourist question on my part. Yes. You know? No. Um, so, don't, uh, please don't answer this, Fabiola. But for our listeners, can anyone tell us? what the capital of Bolivia is. Put that in the chat. Put that in the chat. That's the question for today. Brandon, you can't answer that question, but anybody else, feel free to answer that question. What okay. is the capital of Bolivia? That is the trivia question of the day today. The time is now okay. 8.39 a.m. <laughs> Jen Ingram says, hello to Xavier. Thank you very much, dear friend, hello. Jen. Xavier says hello back to you. Okay, um, take us into some news, Noelia. You tell us the next topic, and I will do my best to find it. Okay. <laughs> Nuestros amigos de Fox Valley United Way tendrán su primera caminata <laughs> de Halloween, Hustle 5K, y de una milla también. Este es un evento de recaudación de fondos cuyas ganancias asegurarán el apoyo financiero para los niños de Fox Valley United Way. La cita será el 17 de octubre a las 9 de la mañana en Phillies Park y hay patrocinios disponibles. Así que si tienes una compañía que les gustaría patrocinar este evento, bueno, pues es, a, acudan a nuestra página de Facebook donde estamos compartiendo la información y es necesario registrarse. 
All right, all right. And you know what? I I know what that was. My Spanish is getting better. <laughs> Our friends of Fox Valley United Way are having their very first Halloween hustle. 5K and one mile fun walk. This is a great fundraising event, the proceeds of which will ensure financial support for our children. The date will take place on October 17th at 9 a.m. at Phillips Park. Sponsorships are available and registration is required. There is a link to register. The reason why we're telling you this months in advance is because it's very important and we would like you guys to take part. The Fox Valley United Way does a lot for the yes. city of Aurora and our residents, those in need. The time is 8.40 a.m. All right, so um, let's see here. What's some of the next things that are coming up the rest of the month for the library? What's happening next month? Special stuff? Uh, esperamos el próximo mes abrir muchos más eventos en persona. Mm -hmm. um, entre Lo que está pasando en este mes, lo más importante es um, hemos abierto unas charlas sobre racismo donde el doctor Gadis y es una, es una un trabajo en conjunto con la biblioteca Gail Borden. Estamos dando charlas sobre racismo. Mm -hmm. Actualmente por el mes LGTB tenemos una exhibición en nuestra biblioteca. Está de libre acceso, todos pueden pasar y visitarlo. Mm -hmm. Todo por, el mes, por el mes del orgullo LGTB. LGTB. Month, month, proud. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah so okay. we have an exhibition going on right now, mm -hmm. and then uh, we have this uh, dialogue, racism talks mm -hmm. happening during this month, and then in person, uh, in person. Oh, in study person. circles. Study circles. That's right. right, with our dear friend uh, and a person who knows my mom for like 20 years, um, Dr. Vincent Gaddis. Shouts out to Dr. Vincent Gaddis. He is an actual family friend. He is a personal friend of the show. My mom knew him a long time. Shouts out. Great guy. Interview him. So those are the, I think, the main things. And tomorrow we're going to have the Legacy Project LGBT plus history. So uh, we're going to have the executive director of the Chicago's the Legacy Project, who is Victor Salvo. Uh, he's going to be talking about this LGTB movements, uh, a little bit more of the history, um, important figures about uh, in Illinois. So that's going to be really interesting tomorrow. Yo amo la biblioteca. Yay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shouts out, Jen Ingram. Thank you very much. Los programas que estás hablando son en inglés o en español? Yeah, those are in English. In English? <laughs> well, it's fine. We can understand, right? We don't need to participate in talk, right? We just can listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah that's good to know. But, yeah. right. Please don't afraid sometimes to stop by some events because we have some in Spanish yeah. that I can share too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, en okay. español tenemos eventos, eh, por ejemplo, vamos a tener todos los jueves eh, eventos para la familia, cuentos en español, mm -hmm. que están cada jueves. Si alguna familia no puede ver el cuento en el programa o en el En el, en el horario en específico uh -huh. uh, pueden ver los videos tenemos un canal en YouTube donde pueden verlos en cualquier momento uh, tenemos esta esta película que se llama Cuaco va a llegar a la ciudad de Aurora la próxima semana es una película en español y vamos a tener invitado especial el director y parte del elenco La, el film o la, o la película dura dos horas y el título como lo dije es Cuaco habla mucho sobre emigrar a los okay. Estados Unidos y al final de la película vamos a tener al director y parte del elenco hablando sobre la película. Entonces, ¿Dónde va a estar eh, la película? ¿Allí mismo en la biblioteca? En eh, la biblioteca vamos a eh, tenerlos eh, el jueves a las 5 de la tarde. ¿Tiene que registrarse sí. para eso? Sí. Porque hay cupo limitado. Cupo limitado. ¿Cuántas sí. personas? Uh, eh, el máximo de personas somos uh, 25 personas. Oh, wow. Eso sería muy awesome. Es el 25 personas? 20, yeah, it's a limited capacity, but it is... Event, yeah. So, yeah, yeah the, we're going to be hosting a film next week yeah. in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And the movie, it's called Cuaco. Cuaco. Right. And it's about immigration experience of someone that immigrated to the United States. And uh, this film is going to be special. We're going to have the director there and then part of the, you know, the, the cast is going to be there. And, and yes, they're going to be talking after the movie, showing the movie, we're going to have them, they're going to be talking about, uh, you know, the initiative, how they started working on this project. So what day is it? It's, uh, the movie is Cuaco. And what day? 
That's going to be next week, Tuesday at 5 p.m. Tuesday at 5 p.m. All right. Yeah, let's share that info. So that's going to be in Spanish. In Spanish. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Definitely. So that'll be Tuesday the 22nd at mm -hmm. 5 p.m. Right. All right. What, and then that'll be in person. In person. All right. Very cool. Very cool. All right, so it's 8.45 a.m. Uh, let's do a couple more news topics. The time is 8.45. You are tuned into watching, listening, and taking part in Buenos Dias Aurora, the second largest city's first bilingual news podcast. We have Fabiola Dunsing on the show from the Aurora Public Library, the great uh, Santori branch downtown on Benton and River Street. All right, so let's move on with some news. Uh, Thursday, the 24th of June, next week, the YWCA Girls Education Conference will be taking place from 8.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. That'll be an online event. It's co-hosted by the ACFE Group. The theme will be Evolving Learning Experiences in a COVID World. There is a helpful and suggested donation of $25. The YWCA has a simple mention excuse me, simple mission, eliminating racism and empowering women. Uh, there's a full agenda and a registration with a link. I will post that for you guys here momentarily. And if you know anything about your favorite radio host, I was a volunteer with the YWCA many, many years ago. Xavier, can you please turn down your video game a little bit, baby? Thank you. Así es, man. El próximo jueves 24 de junio, eh, YWCA Girls Education Conference va a tener un evento virtual que será de 8 y media a 10 de la mañana y será eh, hosted, uh, será patrocinado por el ACFE Group y el tema será, eh, eso será en inglés, right? It will be in English, this event. Yes. Evolving Learning Experiences in a COVID World. Así que esta, se sugiere una donación de 25 dólares porque esta organización pues tiene una misión de eliminar el racismo y empoderar a las mujeres. Así que checa la, en la agenda que vamos a tener, el sketch lo vamos a, a publicar en la página de Facebook para que se puedan registrar y chequen más detalles también. Um, what is, in your opinion, what is the, uh, what's the status of our young people in the Latino community and their engagement in the library? Is it strong? Could it be stronger? What do you think? What do you feel? Can you explain that again? Like, are enough young people in the Latino community taking part in the library? Are they doing what they need to do? Are they in there hanging out, just playing on video games? Or are they actually engaged in it? What do you think? Que um, pienso? Algunos sí, I mean, son adultos, adultos jóvenes, los adolescentes. Algunos sí es, les gusta la lectura, uh -huh. eh, muchos se encuentran identificados en personajes de libros y veo que sí están envueltos ahí, se, sí. se ponen inmersos, pero mm, no sé cómo uh, dar una opinión ahora con uh -huh. la pandemia, no hemos tenido mucha gente, eh, pero en el pasado sí hemos tenido mucha participación de adolescentes estando en la biblioteca, eh, uniéndose a club de lecturas, diferentes proyectos, eh, siendo voluntarios en la biblioteca, por ejemplo, ayudándonos con nuestro programa de la lectura del verano, pero eh, ha sido un poco diferente ahora claro. con la pandemia. Entonces. Y sabes que hablando de la comunidad hispana, uh -huh. yo lo que veo es que hay que llegarle más a los papás, ¿verdad? Llegar a los padres de familia que se informen de lo que hay para sus hijos. ¿Cierto? Porque hay muchas actividades, muchas actividades que, que son para niños, adolescentes, adultos, eh, que son de habla hispana, pero muchas veces, pues, ¿quién va a llevar a los hijos a la biblioteca? Pues los papás, ¿verdad? Y si nosotros como papás no nos, no nos realmente no nos metemos, nos involucramos en las actividades que hay en la, en la comunidad que son gratuitas, la mayoría de ellas en la biblioteca, o son todas gratuitas, ¿no? Son todas, todas gratuitas. gratuitas. Sí, Incluso los recursos, ¿no? De cómo puedes uh, no solamente llevarte libros a casa, sino cómo puedes usar el equipo. Sí, que hay cámaras, ¿cierto? De video. ¿Cuántas cosas más hay, no? Muchas cosas que sí, pueden rentar. Muchas cosas que yeah. pueden llevar a casa. Y mm -hmm. esperamos trabajar mucho en ello. Mm -hmm. Creo que es algo que tenemos que trabajar en hacer más eventos digitales uh -huh. eh, que los adolescentes o la comunidad se envuelva 
en ello. Mm -hmm. sí. Yeah, because we are saying about the the young uh, the students, you know, mm -hmm. they they are are going to the library if parents know the programs exist. You know, ah. We need to get into the so, their, yeah. you know Hispanic community especially. We need to get into the parents to know everything that is going on at the library. Yes. And we yes. gotta reach them and so mm -hmm. they know and they can bring their kids to the library. But yeah. yeah, I mean, right now saying something like if they are really involved in our library doing mm -hmm. things, it's really hard to tell because of the pandemic, but now things are reopening. And in the past, we did something. We worked with teens in uh, Hispanic community. A lot of them like to do volunteers. They li like to help in genealogy room or uh, help with the program like summer reading program they like to be involved and yeah and uh, in, in the past before the pandemic they used to come to hang out use our gaming area the library but yes um, now it's a little different but uh, it's like um, Noelia mentioned it's, it, one of the things maybe is get to the parents and they know what's happening in our library sure. in the community so they can get involved too yes. all right the time is 8 51 a.m. before we wrap up let's talk food uh, which is the most important thing we're going to talk about today. Um, so, what do you like about the food here in Aurora? Any good places? And is anything that you've had here as good as Bolivian food? Mm. Oh. Um, well, Aurora has a lot of Mexican restaurants. Mm -hmm. and I love to go there. I love Mexican food. Okay. And if I find a Bolivian taste, I think I found a person from Bolivia and she and her family go to the farmer's market. They're mm -hmm. part of it. And yes, I enjoy some Bolivian food from them. Uh, I can remember, I think it's Alice Kitchen, something like that's called Alice Kitchen. And okay. she's located in Geneva, she, but she comes here to the farmer's market and oh. she does some Bolivian cuisine, like those small really? empanadas and yeah. Oh. So, um, and it has like a filling, you know, with meat and sauces inside. Mm -hmm. So uh, she brings that every, now that the farmer's market is open, yeah. she's there. Oh, oh, so super. that's the Bolivian it's taste so I got from. And Interesting. Yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> All right. Um, so I see that nobody, um, nobody was able to determine the capital of Bolivia. <laughs> no. um, so before we go, what is the capital? Do you know Curtis? That do I know? No, yeah. I've been thinking. Let me think. <laughs> the capital of Bolivia. It's kind of a trick question. Yeah. Yeah. I want to look up. It's, is it La Paz? It's not La Paz. No. It's not La Paz. Well, I, I looked it up already. Okay. So there's there's two of them. Two. There's, there, there, there's two capitals. Okay. There's a there's a constitutional and judicial capital, which is Sucre, Su Sucre, Sucre, and then the executive and legislative capital, which is La Paz. La Paz. Okay. Yeah. Is see. Yeah. I, I knew. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, yeah. So I, well, what's what's the the country's official animal? Oh, I know that the country's official animal. It's not a llama. It's the um. No, it's a llama. It is a llama. That's what. That's what. See, llama. I know that. What? I want to hear it. What was you about? Never doubt yourself. That's the message of the day. Yes. I know, cause uh, well, here's the thing. I've been to, I've been to Ecuador. Mm. I've been to Guatemala. I've been to. Panama and I've been to uh, Costa Rica. I've never gotten to Bolivia or a couple other places but I have been reading and traveling for a long time so I you have to know you know it, it is important to know even if you don't go to a place you should know at least something about it. Yes. Um, that's why I knew the Andes were there. Um, I was familiar with some of the um, some of the plight of some of the indigenous people in the mountains and their um, not deforestation, but uh, the environment, and housing, exactly, and exactly. Yeah, I know those are big concerns. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, now that I'm a Rotarian, 
I do have designs on doing more traveling because uh, I haven't been able to travel to a lot of those places since being in the, in the Navy um, but I would like to go back sometime nice. yeah so this is all you know that's another reason why we're doing this because I will I will go one of these days I will I will the time is 8 55 a.m. all right uh, so before we wrap it up, I think we'll do something a little bit different today. I think we will have everybody in here give us a message that we would like people to know about ending with yourself. Uh, BTP, what do people need to know today before we go, big dog? What do they need to know? <laughs> oh, and then thank man. you for the trivia that you gave us. But um, yes. we'll all seven know. times. Yeah. Hey, what do they need to know? What's what's good? What's what's uh, the what's the deal? Oh man, you put me on the spot. I don't know. Um, you are on the spot. Burn, burn. What's uh? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I'm passing it on to someone else. Pass I, the I, ball. I, Pass uh, the ball. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say it in Spanish. Is that okay? Oh, <laughs> second artist says <laughs> first. No, <laughs> say it in Chinese. <laughs> okay, okay. Bueno, uh, muchas de las cosas que a veces pedimos nosotros no en la vida eh, es, bueno, más bien, para que logres cosas en la vida es que pidas, pidas, preguntes, pidas o, o le pidas a Dios o le pidas a alguien más ayuda, ¿no? Eh, ahora que yo trabajo en el SBDC, en el Wabansi Small Business Development Center, bueno, mi recomendación es de que pregunten, pidan información. Eh, ahora que tenemos la Biblioteca Pública de Aurora, ¿sí? hay bastantes recursos para ustedes. El pedir, el preguntar, te hace llevar, llegar a donde tú quieres llegar, te hace avanzar, ir paso a paso. Así es de que pregunta, pide, no te quedes con las ganas de, de, de levantar la mano y, y quedarte con las cosas, ¿sí? Si quieres salir adelante, no solamente en una compañía, si en tu vida, en tu vida personal, pues pregunta, eh, que aquí estamos. Hit the clap, baby. Hit the... <laughs> hit the... Yeah. Right, right. Um, I would say that, you guys, the message of the day is, uh, you know, just be, be helpful to somebody else. That's my message, just, you know, Look for ways to get involved and be helpful. If you can help somebody else, uh, you know, move the ball forward, just do what you can. Uh, again, the, the sandbox needs to be wider. So just help make the sandbox wider. Um, also, I want to tell you guys that, uh, as Noelle mentioned, our show is sponsored by Wabanti SBDC. Through the SBDC, uh, small business owners, both prospective and existing, can obtain essential management, marketing, and financial coaching. They offer no-cost, one-on-one coaching, and a wide variety of low-cost events and workshops to help make your business a success. Um, from creating a business plan, planning growth strategies, and financial checkups, work smarter, not harder, with SBDC workshops. And I'm going to put the link in the chat for you guys. Uh, Fabiola. Um, gracias. Her name is Gracias, Noelia. Um, um, estoy de acuerdo con Noelia de eh, es muy importante buscar información uh, en la comunidad y es por eso que aquí estamos la biblioteca para compartir con nuestra comunidad información um, a veces eh, las personas tienen temor porque la biblioteca es un edificio que pertenece a la ciudad al gobierno eh, eh, personas inmigrantes, personas que vienen um, um, o se movieron en el área de Aurora tienen temor a, a ir a un edificio del gobierno. Sí. Decirles que no tengan temor eh, que la biblioteca es un lugar para todos. Está abierto todos los días para todos. Vengan, obtengan la información, alimenten sus mentes, que yeah. ahí estamos para todos. Excelente. Hay recepcionistas en español también, ¿no? Sí, tenemos yeah, personas eh, que, hablan, que hablan español. Okay. Okay. All right, yeah. all right. Uh, so yeah, that wraps it up for today. Another good episode. Another Thanks. good episode of Buenos Dias Aurora. Uh, you guys, like we said, have a great day. Support the public library. And we appreciate all of you guys. And until next time, we will see you back here on Buenos Dias Aurora. Tune in tomorrow morning for uh, Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. We've got some great stuff for you guys. Take care of yourself. Oh, wait, hold on. Yay, Noelia, soy de tu equipo. Nosotros decimos preguntándose. Preguntándose. La lega. Se llega. Se llega a Roma. Yes. Mm -hmm. Ese es un dicho muy típico. ¿Lo has escuchado? Preguntándose llega a Roma. 
Oh, no? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a very typical slime for us. You could get too wrong. Yeah. Italy. Ask, oh. You know, you get too wrong. Yes. Yeah, it's a very nice Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what, what does that mean? That's cool. All right. Thank yeah. you, Sandy. Thank All you. All right. Take care of yourself and each other.